0: Sean J Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: By the way, we're on the ESPN app. You take us anywhere. I explained this yesterday. key has been in the business for a while. Something called a driveway moment. No,
2: Key's not part of the media. What are you talking about?
1: The key to you. I don't, yeah. the, the, I don't. You know, like a, you labeling him. But that a, way. a driveway moment is when you're listening, and that's everyone's looking to make that in radio. It's like you get to where you need to go, but. Your boys are on the radio. You you're having a good time. You don't want to turn the radio off. That's a driveway moment. You're sitting in your driveway listening to the radio. You got the ESPN app. Take us right with you. Right out the car. Right into the house. Wherever you're going. Uh Key J good morning. Good morning. Yes. What's up, Max?
3: Morning, Max. That's Kellerman. right. He knows
1: what I'm up to. Uh, Max I'm up to. Uh, oh, well,
3: we gotta pay some bills. Let's do
1: it, baby. Bills. That's right. Um Mike Tannenbaum was just on. And he said the Chargers are the best team in the NFL. Key took a great exception. I'm going to get to that in a second. I want to say this Patrick Mahomes in the preseason, before he started that second year, I, mm-hmm. I said on first take the next day, I will tell my grandkids I saw Patrick Mahomes play. Oh, how could you say that already? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you watch him, if you put your eyes on him, it's like Brett Favre plus, right? Justin Herbert might have the best deep ball I've ever seen. Like, maybe time will prove me. Prove me wrong, whatever, but I'm telling you right now, if I think about the best deep balls I've ever seen, like the most electric, accurate, laser-guided missiles down the field, Justin Herbert's one of the guys who pops in my head. So it's not like when people talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers, really a lot of that, forget about the coaches and everything, I get it, I get Andy Reid versus a guy who's unproven. They're talking about the quarterbacks, a lot of his quarterbacks. Here is Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, on the Chargers.
4: I think he's missing the number one team in North America that happens to be in the same city that I believe he is in right now. Those Los Angeles Chargers are the best team in the NFL. They have the best player in Justin Herbert, and they have the most complete team. And if Derwin James stays healthy, look out. This team will be dominant.
1: So Justin Herbert has the third shortest odds to win the MVP. I like him for regular season MVP. I'd like Lamar Jackson for Super Bowl MVP, but, but – key you took great exception to the idea that Mike T would make them number 1 in the preseason but you have the Saints number 1 in the preseason and neither team made the playoffs how do you explain that
3: well i'm not looking at whether i'm not really looking at whether or not they made the playoffs a year ago i just think when i look at a experienced team that has made the playoffs a number of years in the new orleans saints a number of years they've could have gone to a couple super bowls if it wasn't for a few bad calls here or there. So the experience is a little bit different. But I also look at the fact that this team and Justin Herbert didn't get hurt. But Jameis Winston got hurt. They were 5-2 and two when Jameis Winston got hurt. Everything fell apart with Taysom Hill and whoever else was the quarterbacks after that. They ran through a, 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 a litany of quarterbacks, like three or four of them that was playing that position. The Chargers added a few pieces. There's no question about it. But I'm not ready to say that they are the best team in the National Football League because Justin Herbert is, you know, people have a, a certain fanfare with Justin Herbert's ability to throw the deep ball. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that to him yet. Let's let's see where they are midway during the season. They added a few pieces on the defensive side of the ball, no question about it. And they they were a good team a year ago. But their head coach is a big big no-no to me at times in games does that carry over into this season did he learn his lesson from a year ago has he evolved as a head coach and not just the defensive minded coach on the defensive side of the ball all of those sort of things play into the way I feel about the Chargers and what this season could potentially be
1: so meantime that's the Chargers the Chiefs are another story to me they host the AFC Championship game every year until proven otherwise. I'm going to say they're going to be in the AFC Championship game. However, <laughs> not everyone agrees. Bart Scott of uh, most recently ESPN fame <laughs> doesn't think that, well, I'm going to let I'm going to let Bart Scott say it in his own words. This is Bart Scott from the excellent Bart and Han on Get Up. Listen to this. I don't believe that
0: the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. But when you look at the, comparing the defenses, the other defenses in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price.
1: Jay, is he onto something?
2: I mean, he may be. I mean, is your defense one of the top elite defenses? No, I don't think they are. But, Key, it's hard for me to bet against a team that's been to the AFC Championship game four straight years and just finds a way to get the job done. And I I know losing Tyreek Hill is a big thing, even though MBS, I think, can take the top off to a similar degree. I I think there are ways that Andy Reid and company are going to go about their offense, which is going to have to carry the load, for their defense, but we saw their defense get slightly better last year. As long as their defense becomes serviceable,
3: if it can be serviceable, I think their offense can make up. You know, Jay, do you put Patrick Mahomes in the same kind of category as Tom Brady? Yeah, I think he's in an upper echelon bucket. Do you put him in the same category as Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Okay, right. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. You know they don't miss the playoffs when they're healthy. Yeah, those ever. guys yeah, ever. They'll, 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 mm-hmm. So doesn't matter what you have around them. Aaron Rodgers doesn't miss the playoffs when he's healthy. Neither does Tom Brady. Great quarterbacks when they're healthy, their teams don't miss the playoffs. We're not talking about having one year. Oh, I'm Joe Flacco. Oh, I'm no 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 no. We're talking about once in a lifetime generational talent. And I understand that Bart has. Something against the Kansas City Chiefs or whatever it was. Maybe they beat him or something when he was with the Ravens or the Jets or whatever. I don't know. But to say that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs, I think that's far Hey,
1: not only Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. It's a great point. The great quarterbacks, the upper said, veteran, they never said, they don't miss if they're healthy. They, mm-hmm. they yeah, don't miss. Healthy. That's why Justin Herbert's got to make the playoffs. I'm not interested in excuses. You know who I think's going to make the playoffs? By hook or by crook? I believe Joe Burrow will be there. He'll figure out a way to get there. Will Justin Herbert, right? But here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes also has Andy Reid. <laughs> Since when does yeah. a combination of all-time great coach and quarterback ever miss the But It just doesn't happen. It's well, that's what, like the Keith, Baltimore Ravens. If
3: Lamar doesn't get hurt, they're, they're in the playoffs. the playoffs. But, Key, I, mean, I go back to what Tannenbaum,
2: Mike Tannenbaum, who was on our show earlier, literally said, well, you know, I spent time with Brandon Staley and – I I think he's going to be who he's going to be. Like, I don't think he's going to change that much. So that's going to be the biggest testament that we'll get a chance to see if Justin Herbert is able to get over that hump. Those critical fourth downs, if he decides to go for it in games, that can come back to haunt them.
1: Even you have to admit, though, and I know you're very against his overly aggressive, in your view, calls on fourth down. But even you have to admit, sometimes they're going to work out. Sometimes no, I'm not gonna you don't. You don't think they ever. It's ever going to no, work out to go I, for my, a fourth my, down.
3: My my coach has to be an idiot to
1: right.
3: go for it, backed up in his own end zone, unnecessarily. Right. That's I'm not talking about. We're not talking smart. about, talking, ta- not talking uh, about fourth and inches fourth downs, from midfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah, not talking yeah. about fourth <laughs> and two
1: from the plus thirty. Right. That's not what we're talking about. But I am talking about that. Like I'm saying, yes, to take away blunders, right, and focus on the fact that you have an aggressive coach. Who is gonna go for it more than other coaches? That's gonna sometimes it's gonna bite you. Sometimes it's gonna help you. Anyway. I don't want that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots uh don't have Tom Brady anymore, so they do miss the playoffs sometimes. They left early for their week one matchup in Miami to, and this is a quote, get acclimated to the conditions. What? before Key can say, it's not news at all. Is this hot news or not news? But first. Sweaty hot.
0: Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
1: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier Seventeen. Brought to you by Chase and uh, Jeff Darlington. Can you hear us? Ah, uh, I was, I was, I was under the impression that we would hear from him oh, and not see him. Okay. Game show host Darlington's not with us yet. Shall we start? Because I hear the music, Shannon. I do. I do think it's time to play hot news or not news. It just doesn't feel the same without Jeff Darlington. What should we yeah, with do? With the here? Miami backdrop, you know what I mean.
3: Well, what we should do is we should stretch it and wait for Jeff.
1: Well, in that yeah, or, case, let's or, wait for or, Jeff. Oh, uh, now Shannon, Shannon sabotage us again. Now we have. Did he get us again? No. Do you think he just pulled a Shannon? Don't did say it. Did he pull a Shannon? What was what? What was that? Kingpins where they said don't Your pull God. a Munson. All right, Jeff Darlington, are you there? Oh, yeah, you got me. You got me. There he is. There like he is. In a remote location. Wait, They're we're the dulcet we're on the tones phone now? of Jeff Darlington. Yes, we could just picture the palm trees in the background. All right, you ready to play Hot News or Not News, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, my man. I don't know what's going
8: on, but the palm trees are behind me. I'm in the seat. You know what I mean? But we'll do this by phone. It's all good. Well, listen,
1: it's radio anyway. People are just seeing it in their mind's eye. All right, Steelers name Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> QB1, and then finally – Kenny Pickett, QB2, is this hot news or not news, Jeff?
8: Well, it's not news until it happens. But, look, Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, going into the season as the starting quarterback with Kenny Pickett obviously riding his coattails uh, pretty closely. I mean, Trubisky didn't exactly light it up, but he definitely earned the captain logo just because he he did enough. Uh, But I could certainly see this become hot news later in the season uh, if Trubisky struggles at all and Pickett starts to push him for that starting job.
3: Yeah, it's not news at all. I think when you, whenever you draft a quarterback number one in the first round or you take a quarterback, it doesn't even have to be a first round, it can be a second rounder, and you really don't have a legitimate starting quarterback, the first thing it's easy to say is, oh, he's on his heels, he's going to probably wind up starting in the middle of the year. Well, of course, if Mitch Trubisky falters and Stubbs is told that, Uh, you'll wind up seeing Kenny Pickett take over and be the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback the rest of the season. But I don't think Mitch Trubisky will stub his toe. I think he'll keep the job all season long.
2: I think it's hot news. I'm kind of with you, Jeff. I I think if it gets to that point in the season, if Pittsburgh for some reason is not on the verge of making the playoffs for the first time in Mike Tomlin's career, Mitchell Trubisky doesn't look good. (laughs) I I always revert back to my sentence. What name doesn't belong in this division? Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson – Mitchell Trubisky.
1: Yeah, I it is hot news because there was a competition. But a bridge quarterback like Trubisky is supposed to a bridge quarterback like Trubisky is supposed to be able to get you to the young guy, where in Pittsburgh that's a big deal because Tom was just thinking about winning the next game, right? So they've always got to be competitive. I think This is the perfect situation. The danger is, if Trubisky falters a little, taking him out because behind a bad offensive line, we saw it in Chicago, he can make your offense look better than it actually is because he's fast, right? So I would hesitate to take him out even if he does falter. All right. The Patriots left early for their week one matchup in Miami to, quote, get acclimated to the conditions. Hot (laughs) news or not news, Jeff?
8: I mean, I'll say it's hot news because it's literally hot news. Look, man, South Florida is a hot place. And I think this is actually a smart move. The Patriots have actually struggled down in South Florida already. I I think that this is a scenario where Belichick's saying we don't want to get it caught off guard. Uh, We'll take the chance of bringing our guys down to South Florida for a few extra nights. The heat is brutal. What I can tell you about the stadium is there's a big canopy over it in South Florida. And the sun, there's shade Over the home bench, over the field, over the stands, there is sun on one part of the field, and that is the visitor's sideline. There is a difference in temperature of over 20 degrees between the home sideline and the visitor's sideline. The heat is real. If you can get used to it, that's probably a good thing.
3: It's not news at all. I understand what Jeff is saying because it is true. You want to get acclimated with the conditions down in Florida. It only becomes hot news. Because it's Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And all of a sudden he goes to a place where he's suffered in the past against the Miami Dolphins. For whatever reason, in week one, it's hot. And yeah, it the humidity in Boston, I'm sure, is thick, but it's nowhere near as thick it is as it is in South Florida. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's going down there in Miami. First of all, the team's no not staying in Miami. They're, they're not in, in South, South Florida. Beach. You got that right. So he won't be they won't be at the club hanging out at Prime 112 doing their off time, because Bill Belichick's teams and players that play for him, they don't get into trouble. If you ever notice, there's never any hotel incidents or anything like that. They fall in line. Oh, well, that's what
2: they used to say about us at Duke, too. We never get in trouble. But uh, when there's a car ser- car service number key, prime 112, 11, live, they're all there. It's all hot for a reason. I- I'm not. I'm not saying that they're going to do it. But uh, when you're in Miami as a basketball player, there are reasons why Miami is pretty much undefeated
1: when you play against them on the road. I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's not it's not news for the yeah, reasons it's that keep like enumerated. It so fun.
3: Jalen yeah, Ramsey about you. an hour to get to South Beach. If they if they getting, if they can get to and get everything done and get back, well,
2: hold on, you act like you have to go down to South Beach. You can always bring South Beach to you. That's right. Yeah, but they don't. It's a
3: different organization, though, Jay. Okay, well, this ain't. Yeah, okay. Bill ain't having it. Okay, okay. That's why. That's why Tom wasn't like there that anymore. I that
9: conversation though. I'm just that's, throwing it out there, it.
3: Jeff. That's, that's a hot conversation. Yeah, hot conversation.
2: That's
8: Good stuff.
1: Jalen <laughs> Ramsey refuses to hand out compliments to the Bills, saying, "Quote: I'm not about to sit up here and boost them up. Hot news or not news."
8: It's not news, but I love it. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm all for uh, players, first of all, being like, I'm not going to give them their flowers yet. It's week one. And also, like, I think the Bills are a super talented team. But the Rams are, uh, like, are pretty good, right? Like, I think that they deserve their flowers as well. So, hey, I'm all for Jalen Ramsey saying, if you want to be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. The Bills, to me, uh, have done a lot of good things. But before I sit here and crown them myself, I want to see them do something more than just make it to the playoffs.
3: Yeah, I, I, I echo everything that Jeff Darlington said. He Take it away. Everything you said. I mean, it's cute. It's good. I hear Jalen. But at the end of the day, man, let's stop with the Bills stuff. though. Bills are cool. Yeah. They like the Chargers. They cool. But what have they actually well, done? Been, well,
1: the well, difference is they've been to – Key, they've taken step what by have, step by your, step. Hey, they went to the hey, playoffs. At thing. the
3: end of the day – where were you at for Super Bowl last year? Exactly.
1: But, oh, okay. And by the way, you were I agree. The, the hype Super
3: Bowl, on, just like me, and the just hype like on the bills. bills
1: is a little bit much. But Jay, the bottom line was whoever touched the ball last was going to win that game, and it was Mahomes. But <laughs> Josh Allen came as close as you
2: could. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm cool with there being hype around the Bills, JD. You know, like I I, I like that. But I also I like the fact that I think this is hot news for Jalen Ramsey because this is what subtle trash talk looks like. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, okay, yeah, football's, yeah. football's going to prove it. Like, all the hype, blah, 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 great. Let's get on the field and right. play football. I like that kind of trash
1: Tyler talk. Tyler Lockett says Se- Seahawks fans should cheer Russell Wilson in week one. Hot news or not news, <laughs> Jeff Darlington?
8: Uh, it's the right news. Uh, yes, the Seahawks. I mean, look, I'm not trying to say that they should cheer him during the game, but I think they, that he deserves the the proper respect um, that, that he earned in his time in Seattle. I don't think it's—I that will last into the game itself, but this doesn't feel like some crazy heated rivalry where it's like, it's just like what happened when Tom Brady went back to New England. Everybody realized as soon as he got back that he was going to be cheered, no matter what everybody expected to do at that moment. He will be cheered, and then he will be rooted against, appropriately so. So not really news, I guess.
3: Yeah, not news at all. He should be cheered and celebrated, and if they do a, a, a uh, pregame celebration – highlights, whatever the case is, I wouldn't have a problem with it all. He was there for 10 years, took him to, or, or went to two Super Bowls with Pete Carroll, won one, lost one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you give, him, you give him what he's supposed to deserve and keep it moving. Look, man, Russell Wilson is a bona fide professional. Like,
2: he is a role model for a lot of kids who want to play this game. And what he did in that community, how he handled himself in that organization, I think deserves to be praised.
1: I yeah, agree. of course you cheer for Russell Wilson. Come on. So he's, he's, by West. the way, the
8: problem is then he's going to sm- then he's going to absolutely smoke, smoke his former team, <laughs> and then they're not going to be cheering. By the Then <laughs> they're
3: going to be looking at Geno Smith what, and but, Drew Lock Let me Locken ask you this though, Jeff. Jeff, you said that he's going to smoke them. So let me ask you this question: Who do you think knows more about one another? Pete Carroll knows more about Russell, or Russell knows more about Pete? Ooh. No, I think you're probably right about
8: that, Key. Like, I, I think that Pete probably does know a lot about him. I just think that the Denver team altogether is just so much more powerful than Seattle. I'm not saying it's all going to be on Russell, but I still go back to Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason why he was eyeing Denver as the team to join, just like Tom Brady eyed the Bucks. It was a talented roster. It needed just one more thing. I, I just think that De- Denver Broncos, um, not to try to segue away from your point, I just think the Denver Broncos are going to be really,
1: really good this year.
3: Well, you did just segue away from it.
1: <laughs> ah, I did. That, was that, was that was a professional transition. <laughs> okay. How about this one, Jeff? How about this transition? Or no? The oh. plans for the Bears' new stadium include a dome. Is that hot news or not oh, news? I hate that,
8: man. That's hot news. I don't know, man. Like I, I get it. I understand why we have to have domes, um, and I love them personally because I'm soft. And anytime my boss tells me where I'm going and it involves a dome, not dome, I celebrate. That being said, I'm just like, like Buffalo. Like, I don't want a dome in Buffalo. I don't want a dome in Chicago. I think that you got to kind of maintain a little bit of that cold weather thing. And uh, I, I get it. They'll probably, they'll probably have a Super Bowl in Chicago at some point. We'll all freeze in early February there. But I don't want to see a dome in Chicago.
3: Yeah, I, it's, it's hot news to me because why would you put a dome in Chicago and take away your home field advantage mm-hmm. – that you have. I mean, that's really the only thing you have right now is your home the advantage. Mm. Your team's not good. You better hope that it's freezing damn cold with them teams come up. But maybe they're <laughs> thinking, maybe they're just thinking that Green Bay plays in the cold weather so it doesn't really affect Green Bay when Green Bay's in Chicago. You know, Minnesota goes there, and they're a dome team, so depending on when they get Minnesota and Detroit throughout the year, maybe that's the way that they're looking at it, and they're saying to themselves, we're going to be in this division for a long time, so
1: it really doesn't matter with these other teams. Maybe they like to host some Super Bowls, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly. The Chicago in February like- for the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, Ooh. I mean, listen, but you know, you go to Minnesota or wherever, you know, in like it's going to be cold. But you know, at least at least this way, yeah. you have the chance to do it. That yeah, is hot it. news, not news. Doing our show remotely with the great Jeff Darlington. All right, hey, J. J. All right JD.
8: I so I couldn't see your your, uh, your gorgeous faces today. You yes. know what I mean?
1: Well, we see your next mug. Week. It is a shame. I look especially handsome today. It is true. Did you choose this
2: headshot, Jeff? Did you choose the official ESPN headshot?
8: Did I choose it? Yeah. Or did they do it for you? Did I like pick mine? No, they picked mine for me. Uh, did you pick yours?
2: Yeah, I picked mine.
8: I didn't pick mine. See, that's 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 the difference, guys. That's <laughs> yeah. the difference. It's not that's in, in, Jay's page, it's in the contract. Hey, okay? Jeff, Jay it's can only be
1: photographed from one angle, like Mariah yeah, Carey back in left. the day. I can yeah, only go left. That's right. All right,
8: thank you. Jeff. I gotta make some calls now. Exactly. In
1: other words, <laughs>
3: he's leaving us.
1: Yeah. Hey, eight 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 say ESPN 888-729-3776. You know what? I want. I asked. I briefly mentioned this, you know, earlier in the show. What's the thing you're looking forward to most in this NFL season? It's about a start. Plus, does the best team in college football actually reside in the Big Ten and not the SEC? Keyshawn, no, J. LA. X, ESPN Radio. Allstate. You know, you get this show for free. You're listening for free. You're, we're supposed to thank the audience, but shouldn't you really be
2: thanking us? Keep one of the AirPods in. Listen to the show while you're engaged in conversation. That's how you do it. Keyshawn,
1: Jay, Will and Max, you can get a cheaper house farther from work, farther out in the suburbs, and, and it pays because you get to hang out with us longer. We're saving can, you money. Can you know those people that rock the one AirPod in all the
2: time and you don't know if they're talking to you or somebody else? I, I only use one. You do that? Yeah. I don't I
3: need two. I want to hear stuff. He, do you wear it around the house? No. Okay. No, you used to rock the
2: Bluetooth, in- didn't you, back in the day? With the light, like no. the blue light blinking in no, your ear in the, I ear in the I club? I
3: just, just really started using uh, earbuds. I had the ones that
1: came free with the wire. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, <laughs> for how long? When did you start getting the AirPods <laughs> key? This is what I want to know. Probably
3: about a year ago, I guess. I like the wire was better. You could take the mic. You can hold it. You could, yeah, just. I just didn't, you know, I didn't really necessarily see the need because they were free. And then <laughs> when they stopped giving them to you with the phone, it was like a trick. You had to go and buy. It.
1: Getting you, yep. I mean, yeah. You don't I don't need any lost of this so stuff. So many it's of just them helps.
3: I've lost so many. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I, lo- I lose them all the time. Although someone just told me that you could, they, there's something where you can find them if you lose yeah. them. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The tracking device. Yeah, yeah, the, the tracking device your phone. Yeah. I
1: just still. I mean,
2: we have such a long way to go with you. Yeah. Y- watching you go to the Zoom meeting every morning is, it's
7: especially with my one eye now. I'm like.
1: You see what's the type of, damn it? This thing is not working. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, you can you can find them on your phone. You know, if you misplace them or something like that, they can, they show you the general area in which they are. Right. They don't like take you. Hey, they're right here in your bed, or they're underneath the couch. They don't. They I just know just we've talked about this like before.
1: Man, they man. have a. It's like a magic trick. If the <laughs> AirPod case drops, it opens and snaps shut so quick and the and the, the things go flying out that you, you pick it up you're like oh they're not in here where are they you got to look all over the floor oh you yeah. can't find your airpods no i can't Aww. i can't i got i don't know i got like 10 and if
3: you and if somebody's <laughs> using like if somebody had used yours before and now you have them and they turn on their phone you could hear their conversation it's all screwed up mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that. Oh, and I'll like tell you, I'll
1: give like you another that. one like that. The Apple <laughs> remote. You guys use the Apple TV oh, remote, right? a creep, man. That what
3: do you mean? Mean, why, why you got to call me a freak? Oh, I said a creep. Oh.
1: Well, why are you a creep? Because I like he wants to listen to, listen to, like to somebody's conversations. phone conversation. Oh, it's interesting, you know.
3: Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to listen to somebody's phone conversation. Oh.
1: creepy. Uh, okay. If you don't want to okay. listen to other people's conversations, okay. how about a conversation with Ryan Day, Ohio State head coach, right now? Key, how's that one? That is great. I like this. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks for dropping oh, by. That's Ryan cool, Darius. De- Darius. What's is. up,
3: coach? Hey, guys. Good, man. I'm I, I, one thing that I am glad though. I'm glad y'all took care of business and got rid of the Irish and put them in the put them in the rearview <laughs> mirror. That's what I am I glad hate of. Hate the Irish. Uh, of course I hate the Irish. I'm I know.
1: I man. know, I know. Hey, coach, what was the biggest takeaway? for you from from your team after the Notre Dame game
9: well for us going into the offseason one of the things that we recognized last year was just that you know when certain teams uh, had different game plans coming at us and one of um, the game plans that was uh, pretty popular was was to you know control the clock uh, run run the ball uh, and shorten our possessions on offense and when that happened we had to uh, stop the run, play good defense, and then be able to run the ball on offense. And, and uh, I thought the way we played in the second half and, and was able to win in a game uh, like that and a style like that um, said a lot about our team in the off season and uh, the way our defense played. And then that last drive there, we you know, took seven minutes off the clock. Um, I think it was 95 yards. And that's not typically uh, you know how we win games at Ohio State, but, but it was great because it was em- emphasis in the offseason.
3: I'm glad you said not how you guys are accustomed to winning games at Ohio State. Most people would think that this win against Notre Dame was an ugly win based on the score, 20, 21 to 10, and, and when you look at it, but it's the season opener, Coach Day. How important was it just to get the win at the start of the season?
9: Well, and like any other sport, you know, it, in college football, for some reason, it's, you know, like how you win, where there's really no other. Uh, profession out there where it matters how you win you just win and that's that's what we kind of had as an approach going into the game was that there was no expectations other than winning the game by one point and uh and, and if we continue to do that then the rest of it will take care of itself because you know when it comes down to style points and and some of the some of the other things um you know at the end of the day it comes down to whether you win or lose and so we'll just kind of figure out you know the things that we need to improve on keep building as the season goes on but Uh, To get a win in game one against a veteran team who was a top five opponent was a good start.
2: Ryan Day, Ohio State head coach, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach J. Will here, and uh, I got to tell you, I've always been a a huge Ohio State fan when it comes to football. My parents went to school there. And at the game the other day against Notre Dame, I mean, everybody from LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Joe Burrow, Ezekiel Elliott, Jerome Bettis, the bus, Justin Fields, everybody was there. Is is that kind of notoriety, that kind of – people that attend games does that make the event feel bigger when it gets that type of attention I know you guys are very focused in the game but having that those kind of people at the game does it make the game feel bigger
9: no there's no question yeah we actually we had a meeting as a staff uh, on Thursday and went through all the recruits that were going to be there I think it was like about 75 recruits and then then it went through all the former players and it was kind of a who's who of NFL players I think it was over 20 of them Uh, Then it went to the NBA stars. So it went through about five or six current NBA players. And then it went to musical artists. And uh, they're talking about Jack Harlow and people I don't even really recognize. And uh, it was like the first time that that had happened. (laughs) We're going through all the different people who are going to be attending the game. And then before the game on the sidelines, it was. It was kind of like who's who. And uh, what a great atmosphere. And uh, just electric. The Buckeye Nation was in the stadium about an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff. And, um, you know, it was a hard ticket to get, but the, but our, our guys deserved it. You know, they, they worked really hard in the offseason. Glad to see them have that environment to play in. Coach.
1: Coach
3: oh, go ahead, Key. I was going to say, Coach Day, how, how uh, often do you think your players really pay attention to the polls? Because you picked up this win against Notre Dame, but you dropped a little bit in the polls. And, I, and it may not matter to you and your program, but I'm sure guys are taking sneak peeks at times.
9: Um. Yeah, I'm sure they look at it, but um, in the end, you know, it's not going to matter if if we don't continue to win. So, uh, as long as we keep winning, we control our own destiny. You know, and it's week one, and and um, you know, listen, everyone is into it, and that that's part of uh, why we love college football. It's because so many people care, and uh, people have opinions, and and certainly around. All- uh, Columbus, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of attention around here, and these guys, um, it'll get critiqued for everything. But that's that's why you come to a place like Ohio State, and um, you know, we we know that as long as we keep winning, we're going to be what we need to be. Uh, <clears throat> but at the same time, you know, we're competitive, and, and we want to be the best team in the country.
1: Coach Ryan Day, before we let you go here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, got to ask you about the college football playoff expanding to twelve teams by 2026 you know, I get the playoff with four teams still, you preserve essentially a double elimination tournament throughout the regular season. So week one, a college football fan, like, Oh my God, it's huge high stakes. My fear is expanding to 12 teams. You lose some of that urgency in the regular season. How do you feel about 12 teams in the college football playoff by 2026?
9: Yeah, I agree with what you just said. Um, which will help on the stress level, you know, on September 3rd of, you know, maybe in a couple years, you know, or the lead up to the first couple games of the season, certainly here at Bio State. Um, and whether that's good or bad, that's that's for other people to decide. Uh, but I, I think it will be different. I think the goal will now be, you know, like, like in the NFL, to get to the playoffs and play your best football at the end of the season. Um, <clears throat> I think it'll be important to be one of those bye teams. You get a week off. Um, but there's going to be a lot of games. So I think there's a lot to sort through. I think it's it's exciting in certain ways, but but there's probably a lot of ramifications that um, you know I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have considered, but others that they haven't. Um, yeah. But, but the, amount, the the number of games for the players is significant, and, and how's that all going to get uh, shaken out in the end?
1: Yeah, with the uh, money on the table, yeah. it's inevitable, probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
9: yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think that that needs to be considered. So. Um, You know, I kind of focus on on coaching the team and and let Gene Smith kind of handle these types of things because he always does a great job with that and has great experience in this area. But um, I I think there's a lot of excitement there, but a lot to be worked out.
3: Coach Day, I know we got to let you go, but I wanted to let you know that it it just came down in the state of California that, Anytime we see a plane come into the state of California from Columbus, Ohio, we are turning around immediately because we're tired of you stealing our players out of Southern California and taking them back with you. Quarterbacks, everything. I just wanted to let you know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
9: Well, we just just passed a law in Ohio that uh, actually allows uh, trips right from their high school. (laughs) <laughs> to Columbus anytime <laughs> for a, a discounted rate through NIL so yeah we'll have to, oh we'll have to god let's not go
1: there there it is coach listen <laughs> you don't get I like it you don't get to be 35 and 4 overall as a head coach by not being smart thank you coach
9: appreciate it good luck coach Uh great being on with you guys have a great day thanks you it, man.
1: this team may have the best roster in the NFL ooh but is it the Saints? Will their head coach prevent them from realizing their potential and reaching the Super Bowl? I think he's going to say yes.
8: He finished last season, second in passing yards, third in touchdowns. He was right there on the cusp, even though it didn't result into the postseason. The
1: record, I just looked it up, Peyton Manning, fifty four seventy seven. I say Justin Herbert sets the yards record this year. From your
0: radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
5: doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com
4: los angeles chargers are the best team in the nfl they have the best player in justin herbert and
8: that's because he finished last season second in passing yards third in touchdowns he has an opportunity here to maybe win mvp
1: He'd be my pick for MVP. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series, XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Key, look, Joe Burrow got there. He came a throw away from winning the Super Bowl. Herbert missed the playoffs. I get it. But damn, Herbert's been the best quarterback in the NFL, and he hit the ground as a rookie running first and second year he's best on third down he's best on fourth down his all his numbers are right there with Aaron Rodgers and these guys and he's just getting started so you gotta give him a good shot but but Mike T you just heard him say best team top to bottom in the league listen to him talk about Brandon Staley and and I want you to react to this
4: I spent a little time with Coach Staley at the league meetings, and uh, I was really impressed with him. But that's the big question, like, can he have learned from those mistakes? And, you know, sometimes we, hey, this guy should be fired. This guy should go, like, hey – the Chargers invested in Brandon Staley, and hopefully it's going to pay off now because that, that is a big question mark. I was impressed with him, and I—and he's one of these people that, you know, there's a lot of people we all know in life that say, oh, I don't care what other people think. I actually think he really doesn't care what other people think. So in terms of how he approaches the game and being aggressive on fourth down, I think he may modify a little bit, but mm. I think he kind of is who he is, and he's very comfortable with Mike. that.
3: And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. he He has to be – Himself, he can't change if that's that's in his DNA. Mm-hmm. But I could, I could certainly tell Mike this: he shouldn't care about what other people say. Only when he's getting ready to get fired, that's the only <laughs> time he should think about what they're gonna say.
1: Do you think he's gonna get ready to get fired with Sean Payton if they,
3: lurking? If if, if if well, it's not even about Sean Payton. I think if they miss the playoffs, they didn't put this roster together to miss the playoffs. They put this roster together to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. As a as an organization, as as as, as an organization that the Chargers have not had a lot of success making it to the playoffs in the history of the organization. I'm not just talking about let alone only one time since they've been in Los Angeles as the Los Angeles Chargers. And that was with Anthony Lynn the one year they, they just, they don't have a rich playoff history. So they certainly, the Spanos family certainly is looking at this thing with both eyes open with toothpicks in them to make sure that they get to the playoffs this year. And if they don't, I wouldn't be shocked that he would be on the move. That's just me.
2: You know what's interesting about the Chargers to me, Key, is that you know there's, there's always a lot of attention on Brandon Staley, and there should be. But the, I, and I said this multiple times last year. I never worried about their offense. Their offense was prolific, and obviously having Justin Herbert helps with that. But it was always their defense that I felt like held them up. And they, they shored up their defense this season. And hearing Mike T say that, I automatically jumped in the control room with the guys. I'm like, all right, we got to run back that sound because I thought that was so fascinating. The fact that in the court of public opinion, so many people want Brandon Staley to change. But if we're talking about getting better each and every day, their defense has gotten better, their offense adding pieces gotten better, Brandon Staley's still going to do it his way. I mean, that, that seems like a Super Bowl contending like team. That just doesn't, it feels like people are finding more ways to tell you what's wrong with the Chargers instead of telling you all the things
1: that the Chargers have right. Now it's on Justin you know? Herbert. I 100% know. And now, now it's on Justin Herbert, not just to look great and put up the numbers and everything, but to lead his team to the playoffs. By the way, the circumstances are difficult. It's a murderous division on paper, right? Everyone's got a quarterback. They can all play, and yet no excuses. Someone's going to get there. Someone's going to miss it. Justin Herbert's got to make sure – He's not the guy who misses it. There is a lot of pressure on him, third-year quarterback, and a potential all-time great. Who's under more pressure this season, though?
0: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now
7: playing
1: ESPN Radio. Or
0: watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.